road. He'll take the higher road, and I'll take the low road, and I'll be in Scotland afore ye. But me and my true love will never meet again on the bonny, bonny banks of Loch Lomond. Joe, sometimes um, I'm tested in my ability to take the low road. Sometimes I have to push the envelope to prove just how truly low can I go. Like I'm talking, oh. I'm talking winning the limbo contest type of low. That's what I got to do sometimes. And a lot of people that are listeners and stuff like that don't appreciate what I'm willing to go through to take the low road. And this is another one of those instances where. I'm going to have to uh, get a little stretch in here, get a nice little stretch in so that way I can lean on back and get ready to go under the limbo bar. Joe, what's the worst crime anybody can commit? Uh, Murder? Not mowing right. their lawn. That is correct, Joe. Uh. This person had their neighbors apparently complaining that uh, to the city about a violating, violating a city ordinance. They had a Zoom hearing on Monday. Bro, no one likes those people. No, nobody does, of course. Your your grass is too tall. Like, calm down. Yeah, but Joe, you, the one thing you got to understand is these people are, like, equal to murdering. Like, it's grass. You know what I'm saying? Like, keep it cut. It's not that hard, Joe. You just cut the grass. As long as it's not as tall as the house and it's not affecting my allergies, I don't care. <sighs> You're a better man than me, then. So during this uh, Zoom video for uh, with the judge, you can hear the guy struggling to breathe. Interesting. Uh, his son was on the call as well and said he'd been out of the country, so he hasn't been able to help his uh, dad. Turns out his dad has lymphoma and is too sick to mow the lawn himself. Now, the uh, judge didn't seem to care about the lymphoma or about the fact that the guy was struggling to breathe. Um... She said she saw a picture of the alleyway and said, Huh. Huh. You should be ashamed of yourself. And she said she would throw him in jail if she could, but is just fining him $100 instead. Really? Did she say that? Yep. It's according to the quote. It says yeah, Zoom, I, Zoom video. So I, I couldn't agree with this judge more. Should be ashamed of himself. Where did this happen again? Where did it happen? That's a great question. Detroit. Okay. Detroit. Shouldn't it be like, is the grass growing in Detroit? Isn't it cold in Detroit? Yeah, it's kind of a similar band of weather so. that we have. in Detroit. So this, I mean, this might have been from the sun. Well, I guess it's, it's 30 right now in Detroit. Well, I'm assuming it's, they've just gotten to the hearing mm. given how quickly some courts take. Uh, I just... I don't care about how sick you are, Joe. I don't care about how many family members died. I don't care about where you are in life. I don't care about how hard you work. You should be cutting your grass, Joe. That's embarrassing. <laughs> I think I heard a couple of different stories about uh, the like military members who are like overseas fighting for a country, and then they can't mow their lawn because they're overseas fighting for a country, and then still getting tickets. For mowing their lawn. I've heard a couple of different stories about that. Where like their family's back home and like, yeah, sorry, I've got to work a job and watch the kids. I can't mow my lawn. And they're like, oh, it's just, Joe, that's the worst thing you could possibly do to your neighbors. Is have your grass grow a little too long. 
I'm not saying that this person should go to jail. I'm just saying that this person should probably go to jail. <laughs> Yikes. And should probably... Joe, who are you going to agree with? The judge? Or this clearly person that's having trouble breathing with lymphoma and can't cut his grass? I'd, mm. just like, I'd like to see a picture of like how tall the grass actually is. But well, like, still... I got to be like, honest, Joe. I could care less how long the grass is. You know what I'm doing if I'm the judge? I'm going to say, hey, that stinks. Can I help you mow? I can come over tomorrow and bring my mower and we can cut the grass. Yeah, or like, like, I don't know, could the neighbors have just, like, knocked on the door and been like, hey, like, what's going on? The grass is getting kind of tall. Is everything okay? Or, or, Or hear me out, Joe. They mind their own business. They live their lives and don't let it affect them. If you have a problem with your like your neighbor's like lawn, well then go cut it. Like probably shouldn't, but you can just do it if you want to. That's better than sending them to court over a ticket. Yeah. I and I get it. There's got to be some point, regardless of how sick a person is and stuff like that. Like maybe you, maybe you don't know if anybody lives there because it hasn't been cut in such a long time. But you could just ask. You can just. Talk to somebody. I can't imagine this judge in any, like, because the grass can be terrible. It can be like his 50th ticket. At the same time, though, society does have to move on even if somebody's sick. So he could probably hire somebody to mow his lawn. But also, like, you think about it. If you've got crazy cancer, you probably don't have the most money to pay at lawn mowing service. Yeah, but, I mean, doesn't mean you can just let it pile up. With when it comes to garbage and or grass, you still got to get it figured out. You got to find yeah, somebody, just, or you got to get some help, some public assistance, and stuff like that. I just think it, at this point, like if you are a community member who thinks that you have that much ownership over the look of your community, um, that you can that you're willing to take someone to to court, where the judge will say something along the lines of "I will take you to jail," I would take you to jail if I could. You should also take the responsibility to help out if necessary, because. Again, like how big is the how big? Like I can only imagine that yard's about the size of imagine. maybe the yards I see in Minneapolis. Not very big. Yeah, I would guess it's not a huge yard. So um, like, yeah, take your lawnmower over there. It'll probably take since it's overgrown an hour to like cut it all up and like just like help him out. And then just like if if he isn't able to figure some like get a service in or something like I don't know like figure something out. I bet Reese Fredrickson could send this person away for five to ten years minimum, guaranteed. Probably with his ability, he probably wouldn't though. He'd probably go out there and mow it. Well, he'd have he has like probably that he'd probably have a robot mower come out there in about five minutes. I'm sure he's got one that attaches to his watch somehow. That's the thing is, at some point you got to do something though. I think Joe, there's a lot. There's a couple houses I see around my area with uh, super overgrown, and it doesn't seem like anybody lives there at all. And it doesn't, I guess it doesn't bother me because you know what I do, Joe? Just mind my own business. Keep living my life to the fullest. Mm. This judge, by the way, has 35,000 people who signed a petition to have her fired because of this comment. And maybe it's taken out of context. Maybe we're being unfair. I just can't ever imagine. I saw this yesterday, too, where I was, it's kind of icy on some of the side streets in North Branch. Yeah. I see a police officer pulling somebody over for one headlight out. And I'm thinking to myself, this seems like a not a dangerous thing to do over one headlight. 
Yeah. Same thing with like this. Like, this seems like an unnecessary amount of tax dollars to be spent on this judge even hearing this case over a hundred dollar grass fine. Exactly. And would they be forcing? Wonder would they be forcing court fees as well onto? I don't know. I don't know how that works. I I just I just say things how I feel and pretend like they're true. I don't okay. actually look into stuff, Joe, and figure out how it works. But uh, you know, Joe, mow your grass. It's really not that hard. Yeah, I don't. Well, I, I don't care. I don't care what type of cancer you have. Evidently, well, this judge definitely doesn't care what type of cancer you have. You should mow your lawn. And she's not wrong. You should mow your lawn. But uh, uh, maybe we just uh, not threaten to send him to jail, and also not give him a fine of hundred dollars. Just say, sir, instead of paying a hundred dollar fine. Take $100 and find somebody who can mow your lawn the bare minimum over the summer to get it to the point where people aren't calling it in. Yeah. I, I guarantee you can find a neighbor or somebody for 100 bucks that'll keep your that'll come over and just bare minimum cut your lawn. So I was like I was like, yeah, 100 bucks should be at least like what, two grass like cut your grass twice kind of a situation. I would say if it's a smaller yard and it's in the city, I would say it's about 20 bucks a mow. I know yeah, if, if if you got somebody good doing it, you're right. It's it's probably 40, 50 yeah. bucks. But I'm saying if you're just bare minimum, just like hey, just run over it with the mower. I don't care how it looks. That yeah. would that would be I would say about just 20 knock bucks. it down. You don't yeah. have to like blow any of the. You don't have to collect clippings. Just just knock Especially it down. Especially if you got like a twenty. If you've got the push mower already and you just pay a kid twenty bucks because I'd mow somebody's lawn for twenty bucks depending on the size and if they got a mower. So I'm sure they can figure it out. But uh, this judge seems kind of trashy. That seems like completely. But I'd have to watch the full video and get the full context to decide whether or not that judge said something absolutely terrible, but kind of seems that way. Joe, thanks for stopping on by, my friend. Mow your lawn, and we will talk to you later in the 8 o'clock hour. It's time for I'm Not Saying It's Okay, But I Understand. Those ladies like babies. Game Day Gilman, I know you're... um. You're not the hardest working person in the world. Um, I'm not saying you're lazy, per se. Um, well, I guess I per se that. I actually said it out loud, which means does that say that I per se it? If I said something, does that mean I per se it? Huh. Well, hold up, game day, Gilman. Let's uh, look up per se. Per se meaning. Let's see what per se stands for. What does it mean? Uh, per se is a Latin phrase literally meaning by itself. Hmm. So, Lazy Gilman, I have a question for you. What What was your last job that wasn't WCMP? Trash. Picking up trash. Picking up trash. Okay. You can pick yourself up. <laughs> 6 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday. Um. So, why'd you quit picking up trash? Got a better job here. You got a better job here. That's why you quit picking up trash? Yeah. Did you quit picking up trash before you started back up here, though? I feel like there was a little, like a, a, a couple weeks or two. If you couldn't handle waking up early, that's okay, Game Day Gilman. You can admit it. Dude, I woke up at 2.30 every morning for three months. That sounds terrible. I could handle it. <laughs> you could handle it? Yeah. No, you couldn't. I did it for you, three months. You, it wasn't three months? Bad. Oh, congratulations on the three months. Wow, you kept a job for three months that required you to wake up a little early. It wasn't Ooh. that bad. 
Well, then why weren't you? I mean, they they were paying higher than we're paying you. I can tell. I don't even have to look at how much no. you made back then to tell you. They weren't. They weren't? No. Driving from here to Hugo every day is not worth what they were paying. Hugo is Miron country, though. Did you know that? I did. Miron country over there in Hugo. They actually, the guy I worked with, uh, the uh, garbage truck driver, he actually knew a Miron. Well, of course. They, everybody in Hugo knows a Miron. Did you had, see our farm on The Bachelor? No. You know, show The Bachelor? I don't ever watch that. Well, yeah, nobody watches and I, it. And I don't ever watch TV, so. Well, yeah, but nobody actually watches it, but then they put out, like, pictures of it? No, I've never, no, I haven't. Hmm. Uh, the, the guy, though, that I'm talking about does know someone who owns a farm in Hugo. Well, yeah. Well, the Mirons own all the farms in Hugo. Well, not all of them, but, well, maybe all of them. I guess yeah. it is just one town. Yeah, it's just well, it's a small town. Of course, the Mirons, the Mirons own Hugo. Uh, old Frey, Fran Miron. Um, he was the mayor of Hugo for a long time. Now he's like some, I think he's some politician type of thing. I don't know. I don't pay attention. I just see his signs up all the time. So I always like kind of uh, look at it and I'm like, oh yeah, there's Miron. And I'm like, when it says vote for Miron too, I think, you know, I can't vote for myself. But if I, if I could, I would. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I realized they're talking. I did. It's tough to remember that there's other Mirons out there, especially when I dominate. Like, you know, and like, don't get me wrong about Adam or Laura Miron, those scrubs. Um, they're, they're okay, but they're, they're not up to the Miron snuff per se. Aren't they like rich? Well, yeah, if you want to value life by money. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? Who cares about money game day, Gilman? It's just money. I don't know. I value money. Well, yeah, I value money too, but not as much as like a lot of people. Because, I mean, I guess people who don't have money value money, I feel like. But for people who have money, we don't value it as much. I, my sister still values it, though. She was just talking about her new house uh, that she's having built, and it's going to be like twice the size of her old one. And her old one Dang. had an indoor basketball court. Dang. Yeah. It's, <laughs> why would you want that big of a house? Yeah, imagine trying to clean that. I mean, I suppose she can probably afford to hire yeah. someone to clean it. But. She's not cleaning that house. I can promise you that. Honestly, I would just keep myself busy. Yeah, I mean, it was. it's nice to go over there and shoot some hoops and stuff like that and swap my nephews and <laughs> tell them that they're trash. Well, now imagine and, you can probably go over there and swim. and. Yeah, I don't think they're putting in an indoor pool. I'm not positive on that. but Well, if it's twice as big, I mean, why not? She might. I don't know. They They work hard. Are they putting in like an indoor football field too? Wait, we can I think they're going to do a turf room. Yes. Cool. Um, yeah, like a workout in the part of the gym. They'll have like the the turf field and workout facility. Is my guess. Um, I don't know. We'll see. That's they're far. She's like forty minutes away, and I'm not driving that far to hit in her indoor batting cages or go on her bumper car ride that they're going to have. <laughs> I'm sure downstairs. Or take their hang glider across the way from one house to the guest house. I might, I got, ha- I might have to buy a ticket for the indoor Ferris wheel, honestly. The Ferris wheel, yeah. You like that one? Yeah. I don't know. It, 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 it's a little too high for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, 200 feet was a little over the top. but It is a little high, but yeah, gets the blood going. Have you even met my sister? Yeah. When, did you come at softball when you were there? Oh, wait, no. No, maybe I just, I think I met her the one time you f- FaceTimed her. No, I, well, I don't recall FaceTime. Oh, well. we were at, we were at, oh, yeah, we were talking yeah, about we a house or house. something like that. I don't know where I was going with this. No. This is really not a segment. Uh, the, the, the segment was supposed to be the top reasons people quit their last job, but then you brought up Hugo, and then you got the whole Miron thing going. 
Uh, number one reason people quit their last job, it wasn't motivating. I got a buddy who's uh, named Tommy. Just quit his job a little while ago. Don't need to talk about his job or anything like that too much. And uh, he said it just wasn't motivating enough for him. Which is funny because that guy is like never motivated about anything. So to claim it wasn't motivating enough was kind of surprising. Except for softball. True. <laughs> Number two, you were overworked. Now, I, I get overworked here, but it's not like hard. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like all I do is just make dumb jokes and keep talking. That's my overworking and stuff like that. But it is a hard knock life. You ever feel overworked game day, Gilman? Not necessarily. Yeah. It's because... There's an old saying, Game Day Gilman. Do you know what the saying is? There's many. Well, yeah, but if you love your job, you don't work a day in your life. Oh, yeah, I know that one. Yeah, that's, that's the one I was kind of alluding to. I figured you'd pick that up, I guess not. Uh, management didn't care about me. I deal with this every single day. I pick every single day management didn't care about me. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not going to quit this job because management doesn't care about me. But management doesn't care about me at all. I'm sure Andrew Duvall right now is trying to come up with a way to get rid of me. Just doesn't respect me. Doesn't think I work hard enough. Do you ever feel that way, Game Day Gilman? Now, granted, I'm your manager. And I don't think I, I don't. I mean, I, I guess I care about you. I, don't, I didn't want to admit that on air. But yeah, I, I, I moderately care about you to some extent. I don't want to see you die is the main thing. I also don't want to be in a car that's driving next to a car that you're driving, but I just don't want to be like, uh, I'm not a terrible person. I just, I, I mean, I don't super care about you, I guess. Um, atmosphere. Atmosphere is pretty important to me. I like this atmosphere. We got a sweet atmosphere. We got a newly renovated downstairs, super nice. And then we got the upstairs party room. We got the keg room. We got the basketball hoop. We got batting cages upstairs. Like, we've got a lot going here for WCMP. I like it. I like the atmosphere here. Uh, The pay stinks. Yeah, you can attest to this. I don't know. Um, My pay doesn't stink. I get paid a lot of money Um, at all my jobs. Um, So, yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess I came here because my last pay radio was $17,000 was my first salary. Which, like, looking at my current salary now... It makes it even more laughable <laughs> at how I started at $17,000. Like, that's for a year. That's crazy. I pretty much had to live in the studio. And that was terrible. And I did leave pretty much basically pay alone. I did like the fact that Pine City was closer to my home. That was nice as well. Because Princeton's God's country as well. Mm-hmm. So like close to Princeton, mm-hmm. close to God's country in Hugo and stuff like that. Just a lot of nice area. Uh, the boss was rude. <laughs> Tell me about it. These are the top 10 reasons people quit their job, by the way. There was no ladder to climb. Eh, yeah. I mean, you can't really climb anything here. You're going to yeah. be, you're, you're pretty much, you'll, you maybe can become the sports director, I guess. You kind of already are. Um, I can't become anything more than a morning person. Um, it was boring. Well, at least we don't have to worry about that one. I've never been bored here at work. Uh, it wasn't the career I wanted. Oh, it is the career I want. I just want it professionally. You know what I'm saying? I just want to be a pro announcer too, game day again. Is that too much to ask? Maybe is it too much know. to ask to be the Timberwolves announcer? It was. I guess so. It was, evidently, when I auditioned and I didn't get it over the other guy, but still. Uh, just been there too long is the last one. I do think about that sometimes. I kind of want to be here at uh, WCMP for 50 years, if I'm being honest. 50 years would be a good number. That'd be a good number to walk out on. Like, I'd be, like, 80? 
if I make it to 80 and I would love to be here for 50 years, make people listen to me, the same people who, when I first started, were probably like, oh, I just got to deal with this guy for two years until the next person comes in. Because they were usually, it's, that's the way radio works a lot of times. Two years, two years, two years, two years, two years. Now I'm at six and people are like, just go away. I'm not going anywhere, everybody. 50 years is the goal. But yeah. And sometimes you think about that in life. You're like, huh, what if I tried something else? And what if you loved it? I don't know. If you, uh, if a lot of these reasons are, uh, if a lot of these things kind of re- are relative, man, relate to what you're currently going through, maybe it's time to think of a new job. Game day, Gilman. I hate to see you go, but um, bye. It's time for Are You a Serial Killer? I go out walking after midnight out in the moonlight just like me. Joe, do you have any gift cards right now? Um, no, I think I used them all. <laughs> you think you're better than everybody now because you used all your gift cards already? No. Oh. What kind of gift cards do you have? I had an Amazon gift card and a Fleet Farm gift card. Fleet Farm? Yeah. What did you get at Fleet Farm? Circus peanuts? Uh, no, my my girlfriend's grandma gave us a Fleet Farm gift card, and it was used mostly for her stuff because she needed a bunch of stuff last minute. So you let your girlfriend use your Fleet Farm gift card? I mean, it was a to share, and then it turned into she can just use it because she needed to buy a bunch of stuff. Hmm, that doesn't feel like a share to me. Hmm. I mean, kind of sounds like she used it. I mean, I bought a pair of gloves, so you bought a pair of. Oh, so you did share it. I bought a pair of gloves and some soda, but I didn't really have. They didn't have anything I wanted at at Fleet Farm, so. Oh, so you hate Fleet Farm? I don't hate Fleet Farm. They just nothing was tickling my fancy that day. Oh, that's that's, okay. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. You don't have to yell. I was just asking. Joe, anytime I get a Target gift card for any holiday, it's just it's not mine. Like we get we get that from family members. All the time, it's like, thanks for the Target gift card. And my <laughs> wife goes, well, I'll take that. <laughs> and I look Medically at... Just steals it from your hand before you can even like look at it. And then my wife pretends like she paid for the trip to Target. You know what I'm saying? Like, we'll go to Target then, and then she'd be like, oh, yeah, I spent $100 at Target today for us. It's like, no, you spent $100 of the gift cards that were given to me for my family. To Target. And that does not mean you spent $100 out of your bank account. That means you spent $100 of our gift cards. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't do that. I might be exaggerating for effect. But at the same time, Joe, gift cards, they're okay. I'm okay with gift cards. I like them. Um, but I don't like them at the same time. Like right now, here in my right hand, Joe, I got $100 in Amazon gift cards. I think to myself, yeah, I'll probably... Anytime I have gift cards, I can't think of things to spend them on. Like, anytime I'd normally have $100 to Amazon, I probably could find something to buy. But right now, I'm just kind of, eh, I don't really need anything off Amazon. I don't want to spend $100 gift cards. So now, if I wish I just had $100, because then I could just take $100 and put it on my bank account. Or, like, pay a bill off or something like that. But instead, I got $100 in Amazon gift cards. Okay, that's not a big deal, though. Let's look in the wallet. Let's do uh, cleaning out Josh's wallet Friday. Um, all right, in Joshua's wallet, I got a debit card, debit card, debit card, credit card, license, uh, HSA card, uh, Sam's Club Walmart gift card from 2004, 
Um, triple A card. Um, I've got the seedings, season's greetings, Menards gift card. Ooh, that's fifty bucks. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that was. I'm glad I went through the wall today. I thought it was only like twenty bucks. I got oh, my. Wow. I got my wife's workout card at the gym. I got my workout card at the gym. Um, let's see. I don't think I have any other gift cards here. I've got one over here in this drawer that I'm not sure is good or not, Joe. And I'm gonna have mm -hmm. to yell because I don't know whether or not I, it's good. Um, it's a twenty-five dollars to Noodles and Company. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know if it's. It, it was in the drawer though, and I I don't know where it came from or how it came from, but um, I I guess I mean I'm not gonna turn it down, so put that up on the board. Um, there's a $10 Build-A-Bear Workshop gift card here as well. How did I get a Build-A-Bear Workshop gift card? Do you think it was like one of those ones where you build a bear and you get $10 back maybe? Because I've never, I've never built anything at Build-A-Bear Workshop. You haven't built anything for your wife? No. Oh, I didn't realize you hated your wife, but okay. Well, I mean, hate's a strong word. Um, but I've never done anything at Build-A-Bear Workshop. I don't think. Maybe? <sighs> I've never built a bear there because, like, you know, I'm a, I'm a manly man, Joe. I wouldn't be caught dead at a Build-A-Bear work to shop building a bear, but it sounds kind of cool, actually, if you think about it. Mm -hmm. You can build your own bear. Your own you can build yourself bear. a Joshua Muran bear. Now you're speaking my language. Mm -hmm. I don't think they have that, though. They don't have that ability. If they had my face on a, on a bear, I would, I would spend my money there. I'd have something to do with the $10 gift card to build a bear workshop. Now, I don't even know if that noodles uh, thing is good or where I got it from. How, who did I steal that from? Who gave it to me? I don't know. They've been in my wallet for a long time. I bring all this up because today, tomorrow evidently is used your gift card day. I'm guessing oh. it's usually like the first Saturday, like or not, like the second or third Saturday in January we realize you have these gift cards to spend and stuff like that. In a survey last year, 51% of people said they have unused gift cards. And that's why companies sell them, because it's pretty much free money. Like, everybody's, yeah. everybody's not going to use their gift cards. In fact, I thought I saw a survey back in the day. It was like a billion dollars. Nah, that's a lie. It was like $500 million in gift cards that have gone unused. Like, it happens. And that's why companies like them, because it's like, well, they might use it, they might not. Either way, I'm going to get some money. Because they'll either buy our products, or we just get to keep the money. It kind of works out. It says the average person is sitting on $116. Now, accounting mine up right now, 50, 100, um, 150, 175, 185. I got $185 in gift cards that um, I will use at least 170 of that. But that other 50, like I'm never going to use the Build-A-Bear one. In fact, if you want a Build-A-Bear workshop gift card, just text in the word bear to 320 <laughs> Six two nine seven five seven five. On the, just on the off chance, though, there might be nothing on this card. I don't know. Yeah, I was like, you're gonna just like scam some poor. So you're taking a risk, but that is up to you. That will be a free gift from Joshua Miron. This is not a WCMP radio contest. Um, just a heads up on that. Uh, what else was I doing? Oh yeah, I was talking about my thing. Um, I don't know if I probably will use them all. They say that some of the tips to spend all these is carry your gift cards with you. I always do. Yeah, I was like, um, I don't know why you wouldn't. I actually take a picture of all of the like the codes and stuff like that on them just in case I'm somewhere else. And I'm like, oh, I want to use them. And then I can go to my phone and like have all the information up there. Oh, that's smart. Yeah, I mean, I'm a pretty smart person. That's why they pay me a lot of money, Joe. So you have none. Not anymore. 
Well, I guess, according to this, some gift cards can be added to your mobile wallet. I didn't even think about that. That's a smart idea. I could probably do that as well. But they, I'm sure the companies aren't the ones giving these tips out because they'd rather you not spend it. Yeah. But what I like to do is try to save these gift cards to buy somebody else's gift. That'd be pretty nice. I'll have to try to plan this out, plan this out better. The problem is they're burning holes in my pockets. Like, I can't have this $100 in Amazon just sitting here. I try to sell it for a buddy for uh, 95 bucks. I'm like, hey, 95 bucks, I'll give you $100 for Amazon. Because I would, I, like I said, I'd rather just pay off some bills. But don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, I like an Amazon gift card. That's fun. Like, I'm probably going gonna to try to buy something for myself. But it's so hard once you got it. It's so hard to, like, splurge on something nice. Because it's like, ah, I should probably pay off a bill. Looking at the heating bill that's $400 this month, it's like, ooh, I should probably pay XL to heat my house. It's time like this, <laughs> I wish I had an ECE. You know what I'm saying, Joe? But yeah. There I am, just chilling with XL, trying to pay off my $400 bill. So if you got gift cards, tomorrow's uh, use your gift card day. It doesn't mean anything. It doesn't give you any ideas. It doesn't give you any percentage. Um, but uh, it's just a reminder to go spend those gift cards and don't let the companies just keep your free money. It's time for Why You Should Never Have Kids. Game Day Gilman, I got a question. Do you have kids? Well, y- yeah. That's why you should never have kids. That's all you need to know. That's all. That's really all you need to know for any of these segments. Is just be like, hmm, think to yourself. Does Game Day Gilman have kids? And if he says yes, then you probably shouldn't have kids. Game Day, have you ever been in a long-distance relationship? No. No. Always been short distances? Yeah. I have, I don't know if I've never really been in a long-distance relationship per se. Um, When my wife and I were together um, in college, dating in college, I got my first radio offer there out in that Brainerd Lakes area. So I moved there and uh, was traveling back and forth and to see her a lot and stuff like that. You could say it was a long-distance relationship, but I pretty much drove like every other day back to Duluth and pretty much spent all my money on gas. So uh, it really wasn't that uh, big of a long distance. Now, it was three hours, two, three hours or whatever. So it was a long drive and stuff like that and affected most of my sleep and my happiness. But I did a lot, and it wasn't really that big of a deal. So I always like... My wife a couple times, she's like, this long distance thing is really tough or whatever. And I was thinking to myself, I'm driving there every other day. What do you mean it's tough? Tough for you? Ha! I'm driving all the time. Now, it probably was a little tough, but um, eventually she got a job uh, working at a nurse or a hospital over there. Um, around me. It was like 30 minutes from me, so it wasn't super cool. And yeah, she kind of applied there because it was closer to me, but it worked out. But yeah, right away when she got a college nurse jobs weren't were a little harder to find, so mm. she got an opportunity and took that one. Now they're a little bit easier to find and stuff like that. Here's a, here's a percentage. A poll found 31% of long-distance relationships work out and become short-distance relationships eventually. 31%, does that seem high for you? I don't know. I feel like that's pretty high. That's a pretty high percentage. You would think only like 5% would survive. Long distance relationships don't seem to work out. I don't think they happen that often anymore, though. Yeah, not really. I think because we have, we realize with now the internet and like their phones and stuff like that, 
and like all those dating apps is we can find people closer to us all the time. So we're not really trying to go out there and find people super far away. But I don't know what you what's it depends on your definition of long distance. Yeah. Uh, people define long distance differently according to this. Around half say you have to be in a different state or country. Uh, I don't think that I wouldn't think that way. Other people said well, at least two hours. Well, I would say at least two hours. Because the different state thing can be really like short distance. Because if you're in Rock that's Creek true. and you and you just that's hop good. on over to Grantsburg, that's like 15 minutes. That's a good point. <laughs> if you date somebody in Grantsburg, that's it's long distance. We're a state away. Yeah, although we're in one of those states where we touch a bunch of other states, I guess. So I don't know. Uh, 32% of people who have dated long distance said they'd never do it again. Um, I think my wife now and I now. Her and I could probably do it, no problem. Like, we could go, like, a year with just seeing each other sparingly, like, mm. once a week or once every other week. We could do it. It wouldn't be fun. Like, I mean, that's kind of kind of want to be together. But, you know, I, with the possibility of me eventually getting an MBA job, announcing and stuff like that, there's always a possibility that I might have to fly in and out every once in a while and stuff like that. So, mm. I've checked. She seems cool with it. Fifty-one uh, percent overall said they were long distance. They're in a long distance relationship for over a year. Mm. That's pretty surprising. Yeah, uh, it just the worst thing I think about a long distance relationship would be if it fails. It feels like you wasted so much time. Yeah, you wasted so much time in like the travel and stuff like that. That's probably the toughest part. I would say you don't want to waste time traveling for a relationship that's not going to work. Right. As comparatively to a short one that just doesn't work out. Bad communication is the number one reason long distance relationships fail. Which of course I'm a bad communicator. Uh, followed by jealousy issues and cheating. I'm a little jealous, or at least I was back in the day. Um, but I went up back up to Duluth pretty much every weekend, so mm-hmm. it wasn't super bad. Uh, cheating was reported in 22% of relationships and that, I'm guessing because the others just weren't caught. 11% of people currently dating long distance have never met the person in real life. Oh, man. Hmm. I don't know how that's going to work out. Uh, 5% of long distance relationships are open relationships, but it's higher for one demographic. For long distance daters over 65, it's 9%. So for the long distance people over 65, they're relatively open about their relationship. Good for you guys. Whatever works, works, my friends. But either way, 31% success rate. I mean, that's like one in three. That's not terrible, but it's probably not good. Game day, if you can keep a long distance away from me here this weekend so I can enjoy it, I will talk to you on Monday. I'll try.